Do you ever watch the dog competitions, I, like when they're on on the weekend? Like sometimes the uh, American Dog Show will be on and shit like that. Do you ever watch the those? West Westminster, the Westminster or whatever show? it is? Oh no! no. Oh really? No. no, just just me. Eh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's just, right. it's just yeah. you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly gonna back out. <laughs> anyway, uh, muscle cars. What do you guys think of that? How <laughs> <laughs> about shot, shotguns? <laughs> Mark only found it by accident. He was watching Mountain Men, but they yeah. were on a commercial yeah, break. I was watching, so. I was watching uh. Baywatch, and then Baywatch <laughs> ended, and that was on. So that's there you that's go. Why. Oh my god. You're listening to Black Sheep Radio. Featuring Ben McVee. Starving, man. I would kill my I would eat my own dick right now. Mark Lefave. And when I say I want olives, I want like a fucking stupid amount of olives, not a couple of scoops. And Chris Brown. I don't want uh, our listeners to think that I'm Susan Sarandon in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, and share. Or join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Here we go. Jeff Bezos is stepping down. The news From came what? down kind of... <laughs> the top of a mountain <laughs> supremacy <laughs> nothing that really matters yeah. God is his, stepping down That's his yeah, money pile <laughs> he's, he's stepping down as Amazon CEO Andy ja- with Andy um, uh, he made an announcement that Andy Jassy whoever that is I'm sure we'll, we'll know more about that guy Happiest over guy the next in the world. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah exactly he's taking yeah. over Amazon in quarter three, which I guess what would be summer-ish. Yeah. You know? What's his salary going to be? You'll recognize him by know. the massive smile on his face. What will yeah. his salary be? Yeah. Dude, the, <laughs> he's smiling so hard, the corner of his mouth is meeting at his spine right now. It's oh, a wraparound. Good like, him, good man. Lord. <laughs> so so the, word, the word is Jeff Bezos says he's stepping down uh, to focus on his other projects that he's more passionate about. About which is an odd thing to add because it's not something that needed to be said. You know, you, you there's only so much uh, explanation that's required when you have a hundred billion dollars in the bank. What is it? Ma- is it is it macrame? <laughs> macrame well, here's what no. I don't. Here's what I don't understand. Like, he, why? Why does he have to step down to do those other things? It's not like he's at the Amazon warehouse nine to five fucking packing boxes. Like, yeah. I'm sure he has some time that. Like it's just yeah. That's why. That's but, why I quit for for a long enough bathroom break. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Medical. He's back I just want benefits. Um, yeah. So so some of the projects that he's he's going to be working on is uh, he's he's got an initiative that focuses on homelessness and uh, um, grade school. He's got another one that uh, is focused on switching America over to 100% renewable energy. Uh, and then there's another one that is paving humans path to the, uh, to space, to colonizing, uh, external planets. So, That's you know, awesome. Yeah. He's he, so cool. He, he, yeah. He's cool. But like, I don't know, man, Dr. Evil. He definitely looks like every supervillain ever. So <laughs> yeah, I, like I don't know that I Lex can trust. Luther. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have to uh, admit something. Now that you've mentioned this, I broke the code. Uh, I I don't online shop. Now, technically, I have an online shop. My wife online shopped on my behalf. How's that? 
I don't I don't buy things online. I like to buy. I like to shop in the store. I'm a traditionalist, and I, I just I I I don't like shopping online. I just don't like it. Um, now, my wife, on the other hand, Amanda, is a beast. Yeah, I love it. When it comes yeah, to online her. shopping, good she is a beast. Yeah, she find, she can find anything. Um, so anyway, uh, I have, and this is uh, definitely, this is a sign that I'm getting on in years because it is like the single greatest thing I've gotten in a long time. $19, guys, got me a lunch crock. A lunch crock. Explain. I don't really know what that means. Yeah, explain. It's from the crock. guys from the maker uh, makers of Crockpot. It okay. is a mini Crockpot lunchbox. What the that hell? You can you can bring. I'm serious, and you can bring to work with you. You can slow cook your lunch. So like you can throw some like you could throw a little bit of prime rib in there with some veggies and some water when you leave for work at eight a.m. And by lunch, you crack the top of that shit, and it's like a roast. I, I, I honestly, this is <laughs> for it's, it's, right? It's, it's, I don't know. We're going to find out. It's day one. It's day one. Today, I just took like chicken, like, you know, it's, it's supposed to keep your, your reheatables warm. Isn't that like a really? thermos? In case you're, you're, well, no, 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 definitely not. Thermoses don't work for food. They don't work for shit. No, but I'm just saying, like, do you and have who to, wants do you have to, to cook eat the out items? of a thermos? Do you have to cook the items in, like, and put cooked items in it? Or can you put well, uncooked items in it? This is what I need to know. <laughs> I, this, it's yeah. like day one with it. And as soon as we're done this podcast, I am Googling lunch crock recipes. Because I want to know oh, nice. if yeah. I can start with, like, a chunk of corned beef and a wedge of cabbage in there. <laughs> and it's St. Patrick's Day by my lunch that's what i want <laughs> yeah. I, i'm looking at the reviews of this thing and they are uh re- overwhelmingly good um four point it's sitting at a 4.7 stars that's pretty One of the good reviews for says, an online item no more break room battles my work does not allow for employees to work from home and thus at lunchtime there are people trying to use both microwaves as quickly or slowly as possible so it it sounded like this this thing changed this person's life. Um, you know, a sandwich would have, would have done the same thing too. But you don't you know. even know. See, I work in houses that are being renovated right now. I don't have access to a microwave. I had hot lunch today, and it was what did you awesome. Have? What did you have? I had uh, red uh, red curry rice and chicken. Jesus! In my lunch crock, I'm telling you, Bezos. I'm I you. I'm I'm looking for work, man. I'll be your pitch man. I'll be my pillow. So clearly, Bezos has already done more than enough uh, for society, given that he's just revolutionized lunch. He just did enough for me today. Yeah, I'm good. I I don't need him ever again. I really need. I really need to know. I really need to know if you could just put raw shit in there at like. Before you go to bed, and when you were ready the next There's morning, no you'd have like a fresh cooked roast. Well, I tell you what. Uh, wh- while I'm looking this up, I need to know. Uh, while I while I'm looking this up, I, I have a question. Uh, have you managed to catch your CRA scam artist for a phone recording? Yet? Oh, I came so close today because now now the thing is, is I recognize the number. Here's what they do. They mask people's phone numbers. So when you get this call, you get a call from a 905 number and you answer and that whatever it goes through there, blah, blah, blah. And you can push one and talk to a person. And I usually do just to fuck around with them and waste their time. Um, <laughs> but I've called the number back 
And it's just some random dude that answers the phone. And he's like, uh, hello. And I'm like, yeah, just so you know, Dennis, like your phone is be your number got used for this purpose. And he's like, that's like the third person today that said that. And I'm like, yeah. So anyway, that's what they do. But now I, I realize what it is. There's no spaces in between. When you see it on your phone, it's like 905, blah, 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 blah. It does, there's no space. Yeah. So today when I saw it, I literally ran upstairs. <laughs> microphone wasn't on yet. But tomorrow I'm on the ready. I've got the microphone ready for the CRA scam call. I will do my best to rope them in as long as I possibly can and keep them on as long as I can. Because I, I enjoy it. It gives me a 10 to 15 minute reprieve depending on how well I do it. And again, I just figure the longer I, the longer I keep them on, the the less chance, the less time they have to go and scam some old person that actually would fall for it. So yeah, hopefully, again, hopefully we have some audio of that. But by, by the time this episode is released, yeah. you know, we're we're hoping to yeah. pair that in if we can get Mark on the phone with with just 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 dealing the swift street justice to these prank callers. That would be great. Just what are you going to ask him about? Well, just a PSA to <laughs> just a PSA before we continue, <laughs> even if I can't get the recording is uh, the CRA doesn't have an, inf- like a law enforcement division that's going to come to your house. So if we have any elderly people that are listening, pass that on in terms of what I ask them, I just pretend I'm an elderly person that, and then I just, Usually, just kind of. You really do? Do you have an old man voice? I do, like, oh, I kind of like I'm taking a poop. <laughs> that like doesn't poop sound voice. like an old man. That sounds like a dying man. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have, they're they're also trying to target dying people as well. So, <laughs> I I think I think I think this is this is a new sport. This is a new competition waiting to happen <laughs> between the three of us. Is who Jeez. can keep the CRA fuckhead yeah, on the phone the longest? Tongue, yes. Fucking love it. All right. Let's see who can keep him on the phone the longest. So we're going for length. I honestly you, wish that I could take call feet. the number. I'm, t- I'm, taking, I'm taking my PS- T- PTSD as a result of the American election. I like that. I like <laughs> that. That's what I'm going with. I like that. That's what I'm going with. Cool. All right. Well, cool. hopefully they call tomorrow and I can kick off <laughs> things with it. I, I want to do it bad. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm looking forward to your, your endeavor. Well, keep your mic um, on with you if you can. There's a couple new scams going around. Have you heard about the Netflix one? No. Okay, people are getting uh, this, and I mean this. This is kind of a public service thing, but these these are big ones right now. People are receiving text messages telling them they get a free year of Netflix because of the pandemic. Nice. That's nice you of know, Netflix to not do that. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like, let's keep in mind there is the other. These people are fucking scum dogs, man. Yeah, oh, for and, sure. And I mean, it, when you the Netflix is a great thing, but how much is Netflix a month? Fifteen, sixteen bucks. Yeah. For those of us who can afford it, most of us make a luxury out of it. Um, those of us who would love to have it are people who are struggling for money. Like yeah. if you can't if you can't fit, fit sixteen bucks into your budget, into your monthly budget, then you're on a very tight budget. Or um, maybe I don't know. You go for very long walks right now because Netflix is where it's been at, particularly during yeah. the pandemic. So to seize on the pandemic at the same time, and again, what is obviously a largely financially vulnerable group of people, shame on you for just, sure. Yeah, that's what, yeah. What I can kind of just the over, the overwhelming the the umbrella statement is most companies don't just text you to give you free shit. It doesn't. <laughs> Right. You're not usually going to, you know what I mean? 
bank error okay. in your favor. It just. But would you agree that you know some people just don't know any better? Oh, hundred percent. Right, and, and it's unfortunate. Okay, 100%. so Chris, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because I'm only telling you this because of uh, this is not so much a scam, uh, but this is a, a challenge on TikTok that women are being encouraged not to take. Has anyone heard of the silhouette challenge? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. The TikTok silhouette cha- challenge involves women applying red light silhouette filters to pictures of themselves naked or in their underwear. Videos are being posted on YouTube that instruct men how to remove those filters. The challenge was started as a way for women to embrace their bodies. Now, creepy men are using the filter remover to see naked images. Jesus. Now, again, shame on you. You're a bit of a, you're a lot of a douchebag if you're doing that. However, however. I mean, for an old person to fall for the CRA scam, it's a shame. For the person who falls for the Netflix scam because they'd really like to have it but can't afford it and just goes, hell yes, I'd love that. Shame on you for setting that up. But am am I being inappropriate to say that if you're a young woman, and you probably are if you're using TikTok, I doubt you're a senior. Um, If you're using TikTok, that taking naked photos of yourself and sharing them on a social media platform and not expecting something bad to happen or where have you been living? Like, have you been what rock did you crawl out from under if you're upset that people are looking at your naked body after you posted photos of them on TikTok of all places? I, I, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Like, honestly, like they showing uh, it, it sounds like if you're if you're that dumb to make make a decision like that and think that there's no consequences like, you know, having your tits broadcast all over the Internet is, is the like, you know, uh, probably the 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 least trouble you could get into. It could have been a million times worse. You know what I mean? Because like that, that's just, you know, you should definitely know that by now. There's a lot of there's a lot of untrustworthy people on the internet you know what i mean like what do you do don't post your body parts online just yeah, don't no good. fucking don't have digital records of your pink parts just don't do it <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i have occasionally i have sent my wife a couple of dick pics in my day <laughs> but they are quickly dissolved, <laughs> yeah. deleted, Ew. burned, Ew. <laughs> burned, gone, yeah. gone, <laughs> quickly. No, there's no nobody can remove the red filter off of those ones. They're, yeah. they're safe from they're safe from the hackers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, because the difference is, is that you didn't like post it on Instagram and tag her. <laughs> You, just, you text it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The so, worst is when the when the phone slips and you need the brown filter instead. That's that's just awful. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that was inappropriate. Oh my god. So those are the two scams to be looking out for right now. Nudies of yourself. And the Netflix scam is a serious one. Apparently, it is it is really gaining some traction. So, if you get offered a free year of Netflix, don't take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's so many of those things. It just sucks because you're just nine times out of ten, you're just you know preying on the people that 
are like you were saying before. I mean, this isn't any oh, information, but you're preying on the people that really, really, you know, could get, could use a bounce. Most likely, you know what I mean? Like it's not yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you know, you're not or you're, el- not, or, you're not or, or the elderly. Yeah. Like my mom has like a, I think she paid I don't know thirty five thousand fucking dollars for her furnace because she had one of those assholes come over to her house and fucking oh, fuck her over for her furnace. Oh no, I remember that one too. She'll the furnace paying, one. She'll be paying for that one for a while and. I mean, she's uh, she's pretty smart, but then she does stuff like that, and I question it. <laughs> so, yeah, a timeshare. She'd agree. That's she'd another agree one. As well, oh yeah, the, t- <laughs> the timeshare is another one that I, I listen. Amanda and I almost did it. We were very oh, close to doing thank it. Thank you for not. The, came to our senses. <laughs> came to our sense. Oh my God, are you kidding? I would be if you think I'm grumpy at times now. <laughs> If I were still paying for that fucking thing. And you would be. <laughs> There's like, have you heard how many businesses are, are advertising on like, on because uh, I listen to satellite radio quite a bit. Um, there are so many businesses Getting that are them. advertising like t- timeshare freedom group <laughs> has a has a jingle and everything. Yeah, the there's a, the there's a few of them. There's the one with like this. The, the, there's the, the one with the guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll get you out of that timeshare. I'll get you out of that timeshare. you spend all that money to go for one Isn't week unbelievable. with all the fees. <laughs> okay, so I don't really know, like me, I, I've never, I've never encountered anyone ever try to sell me a timeshare in my life. Are you, well, you've okay. not traveled to I, a, a beach. Yeah, can I give you a quick, a quick story here? Yes. I don't, I don't know if any of you, and Ben, this was going back a while in, in terms of like the, the scam phone calls that you would get, but do you ever remember, remember getting the phone call where there was like the, the, it was like a, a boat, oh, yeah. a boat horn. One day I fucking pushed one or whatever. And I went and talked to the, the operator and no word of a lie, Sam and I went down to, uh, we went to, uh, we did a three day cruise, um, went to like NASA in the Bahamas and we had four days in Orlando and it cost us $400 each. The only, you know, we had to pay for our flight to get there, but in how terms long of, was the seminar? <laughs> there was multiple seminars, multiple seminars. Okay. And if you could make it through the seminar. You would get like a gift card for dinner. So it was like, fuck. okay, well, I just have to put up with an hour and a half today and I'm going to get free dinner. That seems worth it. Like it's free yeah. dinner. Um, yeah, the the high pressure tactics are fucking unbelievable, Chris. Oh like, yeah, and let me guess, in, like day yeah, day, day one, they were offering they were offering a deal the deal for thirty five thousand. By Wednesday, <laughs> they had talked to their supervisor a few times, and it was down to eight. Yeah, and the best thing <laughs> oh. exactly, and the best thing is is that one that they showed me that was like eight grand. It literally had the foreclosed stamp on it from the last guy that fucking didn't oh. pay for it, and I'm like, uh, how did it go? And it literally. You said it perfectly. It went from like twenty five grand, then it was ten grand, then it was like five grand. Like, uh, yeah, and it comes in waves, Chris. Like, there, it's like you're on the beach and it's like a fucking tsunami. <laughs> like, boom, what they come boom. up to you? Oh well, what happens is you sit down and there's a presentation. No, that's yeah. a part of you getting the deal is you have to attend the seminar. No, I get that, but you're saying it comes in waves as if like you. So, so you talk to like, the first guy. And then, oh. and then after you and your significant other say like, 
No, like the reason that I'm in Florida right now is because I I got like basically like a cheap trip. So I don't have $50,000 to pay for a thing. And then he sends the next. He's like, okay, well, let me just go talk to Ray, to run Ray the over there. And Ray will, Ray will uh, come over. Then and Ray comes over. And he's got the oh different package. Yeah. Oh, it's it's something else, man. It's Fuck something else. that. And I don't even like what was the dinner that you got? I was like a steak like, was dinner. It's it pretty decent. Was they couldn't have been? It could. It, was it, it worth listen, it? Listen, you can travel cheap. You can do some fun <laughs> stuff. You just have to. You have to 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 be able to run the fucking timeshare gauntlet. If you can do it, then it's not so bad. It's tough. Though. I can't do Good that. on you for not buying because you almost did. And you know what? There are the moments where like it's like being in like a cult meeting. Like you're like, you know what? This David yeah. Koresh, this David Koresh does have some good ideas. Sure. Oh wait, no, he doesn't. Um, oh, I'm gonna get out. <laughs> Really quick, and I, I I don't want it because we want we wanted to talk about something else. But really quick, uh, check out um, you know the Daily Podcast. Yes. Check yeah. out today's because they got a reporter on there who infiltrated a QAnon chapter. Oh, and God. he's talking, and it's it's his account of yeah the days leading up to. Okay, so I, that's all I'm going to say. But guys, check it out because I listened to part of it while I was getting dinner ready, and it sounds fascinating. Me, I just wanted to mention that. that. Oh, I certainly okay. will. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Awesome. I certainly awesome. will. <laughs> yeah, but all so, of all um, of these. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. No, I, I mean, not speaking of QAnon because I, I there there the, we don't know the specifics. I remember we brought up this, right. this story that came out of Hamilton, but like, you know, you hear a story about somebody running around the city with a bomb, and you automatically just assume oh, yeah, like yeah. right wing nut job. But uh, no, the details are are sparse because this is something that that only happened, um, you know, yesterday. This was just this, I didn't even know. This, is this the Lime? Is this the Lime Ridge thing? Yeah. So Hamilton okay. police. So this is this is how I found out about it. Um, same way I found out about that GameStop fiasco that took over, you know, the last week or whatever. Yeah. Read read it on the Hamilton page was just like somebody drove by Lime Ridge Mall and saw an insane amount of police officers there with like an armored vehicle and just like a whole lot of shit going on. And everyone is really speculating kind of what happened. So it turns out that there was a man um, that that was I think he was in the parking lot. Um, of Lime Ridge Mall and he had an explosive device on him and there was a standoff. He's a 44-year-old man. He was safely taken into custody without injury and nobody got injured. Um, and they said that they, they searched the device and they found... That, sorry, they, they searched his vehicle. And when they found his vehicle, there was a suspicious advice, um, device uh, found. But not mu- much is known outside of that. But... You know, man, a lot wow. more action than than uh, Lime Ridge Mall parking lot has seen in, in yeah, quite a even, while. You know, not open? not since two for one candle day at Bath and Body Works. <laughs> that, that shit's crazy. <laughs> that shit is crazy. <laughs> they have great. Yeah, hands so I, I I I haven't really I haven't really read into too much of the speculation. It's tough to speculate too. It's like, but you got to imagine if somebody has a suspi- a quote unquote suspicious advice that could have been an explosive device. That's not just like, you know, somebody flying off the handle for for th- three hours. You know, that takes a lot of preparation, but he sh- probably mm. should have planned a little bit better because if he was hoping to do damage, he could have found a better spot than the Lime Ridge Mall parking lot in the middle of a fucking lockdown. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's a bad time. It's a bad time for terrorists, I find, just because the, <laughs> the 
the small gatherings. Like if you're a terror, yeah. that's another casualty of COVID <laughs> that I didn't even really think about was terrorism. Was ter- terrorism? Like it's just where? Where can you even terrorize? Right. That's Nothing. too bad. Internet, internet trolls. That's all you can do. You can <laughs> that's all you can do, man. Send as many emojis so, as you can. So we've got so far Jeff Bezos. We've got uh, scam artists of various kinds, and CRAs and Netflixes. Uh, we have uh, QAnon followers, bombers. So while we're with low lives, let's talk about Tom Brady. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> How's that for we're a segue? Not, I just I just want to make sure we're not we're not bunching Tom Brady up with QAnon. We? Like we're not we're not hey, that level the, of hate the, for him. There, there's an no, there's an article oh, in USA. Sure. There's there's an article in USA Today. Oh. It's an opinion. It's an it's an opinion piece on and it basically it's like how the fuck does Tom Brady get a free pass on his Trump support? <laughs> how does Tom Brady get a free pass on his Trump? He is an ardent Trump supporter. Huh. It's one more actually? reason. It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's, he's an ardent. He he's really he's speak a, about it now, but he, in the past, he's him. Been. Robert Kraft, the whole Patriots organization. Listen, if if they say that about Tom Brady, it's fucking true because he's a cocksucker, and mm. he, he's going to lose on Sunday. And he's a Trump supporter. Why is he getting the free pass? Left wing. Fuck Tom Brady. Left wing conspiracy That's, nuts. That is. <laughs> so funny that he's a Trump supporter. I wouldn't it's it's you know what's you know what surprises me about that because I'm not I'm not a football person, right? So like it, it it's not a surprise that that this kind of passed by me, but what surprises me about that is Tom Brady just seems like such a button down like professional guy and like plays it very careful. So I'd be like to endorse for him to be the kind of guy that would endorse Trump or whatever. He doesn't really um, endorse him too much. Like you don't really see yeah. too much of, he doesn't, that was the one thing I actually heard about Tom Surprising. Brady is you don't, aside from the fact that he's married to like a world famous supermodel and he lives in a fucking castle, you don't really mm. know too much about the guy. He's been in the public eye for God, what, like 20 plus years, but you don't really know, know anything sucks. about him. He stayed, he stayed pretty, pretty clean from a, Tiger Woods perspective. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's he's For been sure. <laughs> Tom Brady Tom Brady's is squeaky clean. Well outside so of the, the, Trump the Ryan thing, maybe he might be he might NFL. be a Nazi, but it's it's we're not sure it's if he's possible. a Nazi or not. It's, but he could but be a, otherwise. He could be a QAnon shaman. For all we know, but <laughs> who knows? But so the games on Sunday. What I am of the opinion, Chris. You just said you're not a football person. I am. No, I am not. I am. I am of the opinion and have long held the belief that Monday should be a holiday. The day mm. after Super Bowl Sunday should be football. Should have a Boxing Day. I mean, you take proportionately the number of people around the world who follow Jesus, and I bet you. I bet you in North America. Very close to that proportion of people will somehow be involved in watching or participating in Super Bowl festivities. Why don't we get a Boxing Day? That's very good question. Uh, there's a lot of it's you fair. know I'm I'm grateful. There, there's there's a there's a lot of things the the the, the post Super Bowl day, the day after Super Bowl isn't smooth sailing by any means no! like even if you don't even if you don't get drunk you ate a lot of bullshit and like you know back when everyone was working at the office we have one men's bathroom in our building and that place was a fucking war zone <laughs> let's just put it that way 
It was not. It Think was about not it. Cool. Like the number of the number of people watching the get. They're not all football fans. They are wives who are like, okay, I'll sit down and watch one game with them this year. And there's food, and there's even kids come out and watch because there's free food and shit. Like a lot of people get involved in this thing. It's a big deal. Yeah, but yeah. I think it should be more. Just it should it shouldn't be like a, a holiday for everybody. It should be more secular. Like it should be like Hanukkah or Rosh Hashanah. Like mm-hmm. only like you should have to like. Demonstrate in some way, shape, or form that you are a, a, a fanatic of football in order mm. to get that day off. Like you have to like paint, I, you have to paint something on your belly or something like that. Like, dude, I am not a Christian, and I I am not a Christian, and I get every Boxing Day off. That's just yeah, but that's because those are like the bit. Those are like the universal ones. I'm just saying, as a football fan, you should get the day off. I agree, but you should have to demonstrate that you are a football fanatic to get it off. No, it shouldn't just be no. for everybody. No, I disagree. It should be for everybody. No, come on. This makes sense. I mean, if I, I'm a, I'm, this is an appeal, man. Want, and I'm yeah, saying I don't just everybody dream. gets a day off. I don't want to crush I Listen, no, man. Like if, yeah, it's never going to happen. So I don't want to crush your dream. So yeah, fuck. We should all get the day off. Absolutely. We should get the, <laughs> sure. we should get the week off. Chris, like we Christians who are not off. football, Christians who are not football fans would finally feel as though they're being treated fairly. You know what I mean? It's their it's their bonus day. So there there was one thing Ben that I wanted to ask and and you, you dropped it you dropped it yet last week on last week's episode but I wanted to save it for this week. You said that you watched the game at home and you you've watched Super Bowl at home for like a really long time. Like I feel like there's some sort of story there. Like are you you don't like Super Bowl parties? I love Super Bowl parties. I like I, I've been I I've been to them, but typically no. I, I like I like watching the game myself or having like a couple people around and that's it. Because I really do, I I like football. I enjoy watching football, so I get to pause it. I get to you know like yeah. Uh, I, I want to go take a shit or grab another bowl of chips. I just pause, especially mm. in this day and age of pause TV. I just hit pause in the damn thing, and it's like, yeah, I'll get back to it in a few minutes. You should try and I've go heard, for a shit and grab I, chips at the same time. Well, you, you know, if I do go to the kitchen, there's there's not somebody down the hall going, ah, and I missed exactly. the touchdown. You know what I mean? So Fair, yeah. I, I kind of like watching it on my own. I thought it was a thing where, like, you because I've I've I can sympathize with this. Um, when I'm watching like like playoff hockey games or something, which is mm. just and, and, or any sports that I care about, when you when you um, anytime you have people that are at there watching it and you you actually want to watch the game, it's very difficult when you like open it up to all these people that don't really give a shit about the game and they're just trying to talk to you and you're like fuck off, I just want to watch this game. <laughs> yeah, and I was I had a feeling that that was something there, there was something there where it's like you know you want to watch the game, you go to a Super Bowl party, literally everyone's there and maybe two people from my experience right sitting there parties, staring at the TV. maybe two people are sitting there that actually care about the game and then the rest of the people are there just trying to eat as much bullshit as possible yeah. well let me put it to you this way if it's a game that i have absolutely no emotional investment in then i'm more likely to go to a super bowl party because i really don't give a shit what's going on if it's a game that i'm emotionally invested in like this one then no no new business i want i want to sit down and actually watch the game like that 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 uh, that Super Bowl where uh, Peyton Manning hobbled his way into the fucking Super Bowl as a Bronco 
did you uh, did you did you go to Super Bowl party for that or did you watch that at home? Oh fuck no, that was me at home. I'm a Broncos <laughs> fan, man. Know, like seriously, I, I don't I don't want people around me. I don't. Oh, did you see this? Yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. No, I want to watch a game. You know the one and thing. This is the sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say the one thing I do miss though from the Super Bowl party or or going to watch it at a game uh, at a bar is the squares like buying a square on the on the board where you pay five bucks and you can win. I mean, oh, it's zero zero after the first half. Like that's I'm I'm, I'm in them this year. Those. I win a lot of those. So. I never fucking oh, win really? on those damn things. We buy square. Me and Amanda buy squares every year, and we've never won on the damn things. This one, mm. this by the the way, this this Super Bowl is going to be like the one. You guys know who Tony Romo is? Yeah, of for course. sure. Yeah, quarterback, and he's yeah. he's a he's a really I think he's the best on TV in Absolutely. terms of analysts and stuff Four like that. So anyway, awesome. he is saying, that, and I agree with him that this is, this Super Bowl is like this will be remembered as one of the biggest ever storylines is this Brady versus Mahomes thing. Yeah, and I agree. Sure. Like it's an it, it is an amazing amazing story. So I can't wait to watch this game. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I do think that the uh, the Chiefs, if they are if they are at top speed and Hill is running at top speed and Kelsey is running at top speed and Mahomes is able to to do what he does, you just you can't fucking stop them. I mean, the Patriots, the Bucks can only score so much, and I just think that it's mm. going to be a high scoring game. But I think it's going to be uh, Chiefs uh, Chiefs victory. That's my that's my do, thoughts. Do you guys? Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I don't. I, I was going to completely take it off of sports completely. So go ahead. I want to. I want to hear what you think about who's going to win, Ben. The the oh, I think the Chiefs win this game. Yeah, for sure. Are you Chris uh, Mark? Are you even going to be watching, or are you going Puppy Bowl this year? <laughs> you know what? The only reason I mentioned the Puppy Bowl off air was when uh, I saw, like, you know, when they do the, the kind of the sped up camera of. of uh, an arena being set up. Well, they did this one and it was super small. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then it was, <laughs> it was for the puppy bowl, oh, for, which they do oh, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> so if, uh, if you give me a moment, I have some, uh, some facts for you. That'll, I, that'll what, wow you about the puppy bowl. Has anyone watched this thing? Like, I what don't is know it? What it is? No, I have no idea. Basically, I hear about it every year. Yeah. I've never actually sat down and watched it. So basically what it is, is an opportunity for a bunch of shelters in the States to um, kind of advertise some dogs for, right uh, for adoption. So they had like last year, they had like 91 different shelters were represented um, and they've got these dogs and they put like peanut butter on shit so that they chase so that they chase the oh. ball around and <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and this this <laughs> the, re- <laughs> the reason that I thought this year was, was interesting is because this year they have uh, special needs dogs competing in the puppy bowl like the one I'm gonna, I gotta send you guys a picture of this it literally looks like a fucking dog head on wheels. Like that's all it looks like. It has a head <laughs> and fucking wheels. And I'm not even exaggerating. That's what it looks like. The dog looks like it just has a head and then a walker. Like a, the setup of a anyway. Fuck Is his name Rolly? <laughs> His name is Fluff, actually. Rolly. So, Rolly, it'd be perfect. <laughs> Jesus. Holy. <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm, all right. Sorry. I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah, there's a deaf there's sold. a deaf dog. There's uh what's this guy's got uh uh, what's wrong with it? Yeah, another death gun. So yeah, you know. it's gonna be the longest snap count ever. Hot, hot. Yeah, he doesn't play center. 
Okay, good. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not the long snapper. That's <laughs> every fucking time the play clock runs out. Every oh my time. God. So yeah, oh, the puppy bulls. The highlight, truly, the true highlight of the weekend. Have you? So you've? How's? Have you been training? Training your your new puppy at all? Like, is, yeah. Is that- you know what? He's actually, uh, he's actually pretty smart. Like, we paid a lot of money for him, and he's a he's a smart breed of dog, so we should be. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm I kind of marvel at the fact that, you I mean his fetching game is is on point. He'll run and back and forth for a fucking hour with that ball, and he comes and he drops it right at your feet. So. In actual fact, he's smarter than a dog I had that was 14 that never would give the ball back to you. Like, you'd have to wow. chase her around. Oh, one of those dogs, right. Yeah. Would chase the ball, but then would get to the ball, yeah, and that was sits, the end of the game. He sits right on, right on command. He call, he comes yeah. when you call him. He walks terribly, though, like on a leash. He's fucking all over the place, but that'll yeah. come. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a, there's tons of ways. And that, that's a funny thing, eh? Like, when you have a common thing with a dog, puppies especially won't walk. It's almost like having kids all over again because Absolutely. everybody's got a different way to get the dog from stop to pull on the leash. Oh, well, you know what you do there. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the canine equivalent of diaper rash, you know? <laughs> well, what you need to do is everybody's yeah. got their own, I put their own way to sage on mine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, no, he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty sharp. I'm. Uh, I'm pretty impressed with uh, with him so far. The, the fact that he's still. I mean, the other thing that I marvel at, and you know, I mean, Ben, your your dog was uh, was pretty small, but it's amazing how big they get so quick. Like when it's a yeah. kind of a medium size to bigger, like a larger breed dog. Like listen, these these, like three these two friggin' these two friggin' cats we got are like double the size they were when we brought them home just a few weeks ago. Well, because they're eating. Yeah, well, there's there's that. They did come out of a dumpster. And love. They get all that love that you give them. Dude, I can't believe that. I actually don't mind these two cats. They're all right. Of course. Yeah. They, yeah, they're all right. And usually cats aren't cool with me. Like, it's not because I'm mean to them or anything. It's just because I don't. I've never been a cat guy. But these ones are actually kind of warming up to me. And I, I, they're all right. Is that a common, you know what, you is that a common you know thing what, for you that cats like when you go to other people's houses do their cats not like you? Like, typically you? no. <laughs> typically no. That's, like I just I do. I think I have that anti-cat vibe or just this that cats look at me I think strangers cats and go dog guy. Dog, like yeah, I'm not even dog. I'm not even going to fucking not even going to fucking bother. Like he why why you're in a truck? Nah. He's a dog guy. If you drove up in the, the truck, if you drove up in the Fiat, he'd probably be like they'd probably be like, "Oh, yeah. cat guy." <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Volkswagen. Absolutely. Volkswagen I, I'd have if I vote if I yeah if I went to a cat lovers you know party with the Fiat I'd walk out with like a like a him a Himalayan wrapped around my neck. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Look, you just showed up. <laughs> Two Persians. <laughs> hey, um, well, before because we we got to talk to Mark's brother uh, Andy in a little bit. He's a teacher. He is a teacher. Uh, and we we have not we've not talked to a teacher. We've talked so much through this whole COVID nineteen thing, and we've gotten to our kids going to school and had all kinds of but we've never talked to a teacher. So this will be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah but uh, and also uh, Mark Mark had something else for the Super Bowl. Yeah, you, want, you guys want to play a game? 
Sure. Yeah, you know, for you sure. Know, Let's the, do you, it. You know, at the beginning of the Super Bowl there, they do, uh, you want to kick or receive once you uh, pick the uh, the coin toss. So kick or receive, kick would be you want to get rid of them. Receive is that you think it was uh, a good show. We'll do some of the, uh, the highlight oh, okay. um, Super Bowl halftime it. shows, and you just tell me whether you would uh, kick or receive this particular show. Understood. Right. So this, we'll, we'll start off with this year. This year, the weekend is performing, and for for me, I just I, I don't want to play the game. I'll let you guys play the game, but I just want to say I think it's pretty cool that a Canadian is fucking headlining the Super Bowl. And I know it's a pan, it's during a pandemic and it's a different situation, but I think that's pretty cool. So anyway, go yeah. ahead, Chris. Kick or receive, yeah. Chris. Are you kicking or receiving? Um, I have a I have a hard time uttering the sentence. I receive. I I choose to receive from the weekend. That's a really that's a really troubling thing to put out there on the internet. <laughs> but but I that's that's <laughs> but that is my choice. I <laughs> and it's and it's it's 2021 now, right? So yeah, like exactly like fuck anybody that that's judging me at this point. That's but right. yeah, the weekend the weekend is great, man. Like he's been doing some really interesting things with some award show performances that he's done over the lockdown. Uh, some really cool like fireworks shows his new record is unbelievable yeah i'm, yeah, I'm down to- totally yeah. receive i i totally receive i, I i'm <laughs> actually there's a, there's a lot of years where i'm like nah i'm not even gonna bother watching the halftime show this yeah. is yeah oh yeah for sure i'm calling fair great. catch give me the weekend it'll a, be great he's got a busy weekend <laughs> it's getting received twice uh <laughs> last year's last year's show was uh was much maligned people weren't really a big fan of j-lo and shakira uh, again, my quick uh, my quick commentary was that J Lo looked fantastic at fifty whatever years old. So that's my opinion. It was kicker receipt. Fucking kick. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> there, I agree. There, there, there we, we go. go. I, flat I, out, yeah. absolutely horrible. All right. Like I just I like I. The thing is, and 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 Bree's gonna hear this, and and when she does hear this, I'm gonna she's gonna get pissed off at me. But but I just you know. J-Lo's career now is just everyone saying, oh, I can't believe how good she looks for X age, whatever she happens to She's be. She's become at. the Sophia else Loren of now. Yeah, whatever it, like, whatever it is. It's like, all right, like, we get it. Like, you work out on a regular basis and you have good genes. Like, I don't, like, how is that? What is that? I, this is a fucking it's a Super time. Bowl. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even going to kick that halftime show because I get shit in my cleats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Next. Uh, a lot of times they'll go with uh, with the multiple performers. Like you know, I mean, they did the J Lo and Shakir, but then they'll go with uh, mm-hmm. with a triad. Uh, they had uh, the Black Eyed Peas, Usher, and Slash in uh, mm. 2011. How do you think? What do you think of that uh, grouping? I'm going to go with uh, this is a short five yard slant route that I'm running here. This is this isn't like, a, you know, bolting down the sidelines, 40 yard miracle reception. Yeah, but I'll still receive. That wasn't bad. All right. It was OK. Right. So it was black eyed peas slash and who? Usher. Usher. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I, I'm da- I'm down with Usher for sure. I he they like I like slash too, but the combination between slash and black eyed peas is so weird. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that's what I thought when I read. It. It's almost like a flip of the coin. It could go one way or the other. I don't even remember watching it. So you know, oh, I, I do, I, I do, sort of and it was for that. it was one of those Fergie Fergie with the black eyed peas. It's a funny thing. Yeah. Sometimes Fergie really annoys the shit out of me, and sometimes I think, well, she's got talent. Mm. Like she, that a talent it's an moment? on again, off that was, again. That was a talent yeah. moment. 
That, no, that was a no talent. Oh, that was a that no was talent. yeah on yeah. the biggest stage under career. That was a no talent. That's why. Gotcha. That's why I'm saying five yard reception. Just you know, not even a first down. Yeah. But I'm still I'm still going to receive. So yeah. I always wonder what kind of makes the best uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Like, what is it that makes that like uh, the, the spectacle what it needs to be? So is it a classic rocker like when the Who? did it in 2010 or when the Stones did it in 2006. So I'll ask you kind of as the classic rocker combo, do you guys kick or receive when it's a classic band like that? Hmm. And you can't separate the two. They are the same. I would say definitely, I would say definitely receive. I think that's what you want to see to be like, like, like for me, like you, you get like one of the, especially the Stones or something like, man, who wouldn't want it? Or McCartney's gone on. I think he's yep. done the Super Bowl halftime yep. show before. Sure has. Like you get those guys, man. That's that's what you want. Like, you know, that's that's majority of the audience it connects with too. Like I get a lot of these places. You know, NHL gets gets into this thing where they want to skew younger and get these hit bands that nobody heard, nobody's heard of. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> yeah. nobody gives a shit. But like, give me the Stones all day for sure. Uh, I'm going to say kick on that one. It's uh, Super Bowl 55 this year, not Super Bowl 4. Keep keep the keep the geezers, keep the geezers at home. Honestly, uh, I, now now that's not to say that I want like you, you, at all. You know, I don't want some bubblegum band. I'd rather I'd rather have Aerosmith out there than the latest boy band. Let's put it that way. Fair but enough. like artists like The Weeknd, the be- I think the best halftime show ever was Prince a few years ago he when he did it in the yep, number two thousand seven. When he did it in the rain, that is the best halftime show the Super Bowls ever had. Yeah, I thought. Yep, I agree. I, I was actually going to throw that one out there as a, I'm assuming you'll both just receive this. Uh, the last, oh, yeah. the last one I have goes all the way back to uh, to Super Bowl one, and you may have to uh, pull up some old footage of this uh, this particular performance. But uh, the University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band and Gambling State University Marching Band, and then the headliner was the Anaheim High School Anna High Steppers Drill Team and Flag Girls. The game didn't even sell out. The game didn't even sell out. Really? It, yeah, if you want some real, like, again, like, after we're done, I, I could have brought this with me, but it's an interesting Google comparing prices, all facts, all the facts about the current Super Bowl yeah. and what the, the first one really was. It, uh, the way it's evolved into what it is now is a pretty remarkable story, actually. It's a, it, they've become such a big story that it's a big deal when companies don't do commercials at Super Bowl halftime. Like that becomes a story. Like wow, they're not going to do what? Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the only professional sport that I can, that I can think of that owns a day, one of the seven days a week for sixteen weeks of the year. It just it's no, well more Plus than that. Throwing the playoffs, almost half the calendar year, Sundays are owned owned by the NFL. It's remarkable. Unbelievable. Right on. Well, I'm looking forward to the game for sure. I, I'm going to watch it. I haven't picked my snacks yet. I think that's that's the biggest that's oh. the biggest decision I have leading up to it. I don't know oh, what to sure. do. I want wings, honestly. I, yeah. I, I, I deserve wings, so maybe I'm going to get Maybe I'll get some wings. But I asked uh, that question. I, I asked that question on our Facebook page. I said, what, what's the sort of the ultimate game-watching snack? Is it wings or nachos? Yeah. Those appear to be the two mm. uh, the two heavyweights. And I think uh, I think nachos, actually, if I'm not mistaken, I can look back, but I think nachos actually ended up winning that out. I'll go wings all day, though. Because wings for because sure for me. You can't dip nachos in blue cheese. So and I will. I gotta have I'll, blue cheese. 
I'll sure. try not. I'll try not to eat two shrimp rings. I'll try to keep it to one this year. Yo, shrimp rings too. <laughs> All the sh- the shrimp, shrimp rings still, a must. Yeah, when they're still a little bit frozen too on the ends. Oh, yeah, oh, you gotta crack the ice <laughs> off them. <laughs> After the game, the cats are gonna be like, "Dude, you fucking stink, Jesus." <laughs> uh, they're gonna be hanging out by the toilet when you go for a dump. <laughs> yeah. All right. After this, we we're gonna take a little bit of a break and then we're going to get to Andy um, and we're all of us are going to learn about Andy including Mark so we're excited for that (laughs) (laughs) okay I'm Chris Brown, and this is your Lockdown Entertainment Update. Disney Plus is adding the OG Muppet Show. Beginning on February 19th, you'll be able to catch the first five seasons of the star-studded classic Muppet sketch show. If you don't already have one, you may want to sign up for Disney Plus in time for February 23rd. That's when the service adds their Star Movies program, which includes hundreds of new movies. Netflix is adding Creed 2 on February 12th, Vikings Season 4 on February 18th, and Canine Rehab Reality Show Canine Inter intervention on february 24th oh yeah and whatever you do don't go outside that's it for now thanks for listening and stay safe out there now let's get back to the show oh i think i hear i think i hear my brother though i'm not sure what he actually even sounds like so how's it going <laughs> hey good man how are you Am I interrupting something here? No, 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 nothing at all. Just Mark getting to know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just asking me what grade you taught and what school. I'm like, I, I think he teaches grade seven and grade eight or something like that. Yeah, but. you got it. Seven. Yeah. And eight. See, I listen. No, uh, uh, truth be told, before you got on, I said, okay, so tell us about your brother. And he's like, well, his name's Andy. (laughs) And there was this really awkward pause after that. It's like, dude, do you know who your brother, like, what's his last name? Like, what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> most of our, uh, yeah, most of our conversations now are just revolving around the games that we're playing of NHL on the, uh, on the PlayStation. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no nice. time for talk. <laughs> Serious hockey happening. So, dude, how, how long have you been teaching? Uh, I've been teaching uh, for six years. Uh, I did uh, a few gigs a few years overseas in Hong Kong and uh, now back in Canada. So I've been here for two years now teaching. Right on. I, I just, I was, it's funny, like, because of what you're going through and, and teachers everywhere at all levels are, are going through right now. I just wonder about all the educators who retired two years ago who are just thinking, suckers. You know, <laughs> like, just, just, just dodge that bullet sort of deal. What, what's it, what's it, what's it like? I mean, it's got to be, you're, you're learning as quickly as your students, pretty much, no? I think you cut out there, man. Okay. No, I guess the short and long of my question is, uh, like, who's learning more right now? Is it educators or those being educated? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, the, the yeah. learning curve has got to be every bit as difficult for you as it does for students, no? I, I think so. I, like, like I, I think what teachers are learning a lot more is that um, the old method of standing in front of a class and teaching doesn't work anymore. And like, you know, you put on your, your camera and you talk to your students. Well, half of them, when I talk to them now, we're back in school. They said they were in their bed. Some of them fell asleep during class. Um, <laughs> you you got to make it a bit more engaging for them. So I think some of the teachers need to, we're trying to get ahead of the curve and 
terms of uh, engaging with students. So what do you have? Do you have like a green screen behind you? (laughs) (laughs) Today we're in Cairo. (laughs) It's hot hot here today (laughs) by the pyramids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, like, I I don't, I don't know if you have kids that were, were online or not, but I do. You do. So like I, I had my screen on and the students I was teaching to didn't have their cameras on. (laughs) Of course not. No, so, so I, was, I was staring at 20, 22 display pictures, but not knowing wow. if anyone was there. Wow. Huh. There you go. What's, well, so, wow. so what's the reason for that? Is that just because they, they decided not to put it on? Or is there some sort of rule against like putting the, the, putting the, dis- the display videos on or something? Or what, what's the deal with that? I, like, I think it depends on your school board. I, like, I know some schools made it mandatory that students need to put their cameras on. My school was You'd just, wow. we're just glad they're online. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for showing up, period. Yeah. But again, again but uh, th- that's what I mean. Like, because my daughter, she's she's 17. She's in her final year of high school and she she's not digging it at all. And she's, you know, she, she's having, a, she has had a hard time adapting to this new format of, of learning. But at the same time, as a teacher, you're pretty much the same. You're looking at a screen with 25 silhouettes like it's it's got to be weird yeah yeah it, it was it was really weird um it, it, to be honest i kind of embraced it like i threw my sweatpants on and a dress shirt and that was my outfit for the day and <laughs> nice oh my god that you that you my dad used to wear that to a wedding v chic yeah exactly do you uh, do you find andy like Students that were kind of A students going into this, I mean, students that were A students in class, did you find that they, for the most part, were able to maintain that? And then sort of the inverse Mm. of that is, have you found that any students that were maybe not A students, for lack of a better uh, term, uh, have have actually embraced what's going on and are maybe better when there isn't four walls and a roof around them? Or have you found that if if they weren't good before, they're not good now, and if they were good before, they are good now? Yeah, like I don't think any student improved with online learning. Hmm, like, like the A's stayed the A's because they've always had that that drive. Uh, what I've noticed the big drop off is your your B's and the students that are very sport driven, extracurricular driven, with with none of that there to kind of keep them in the building. Hmm. Uh, school is just a place where the teacher gives you information and you go home. Hmm. So Fine. like, you know, the, those kids that love the, the sports tournaments or, you know, the basketball that, that keeps them in the building, they're just, they, they're apathetic. They don't, they don't care. Uh, that that's brutal. And I mean, it's not like sports was the reason that I was excited to go to school, but I played in sports and it certainly added some additional elements that were pretty important that sucks yeah that we were sucks. talking today it, like no one remembers the lessons or they don't remember the worksheets or anything like that it's it was the bio games it was the the guest speakers that you had it was like all that hands-on stuff that with social distancing and, and limited amount of contact with people we we have to cut it out mm-hmm yeah, well, so I, look what, at, I look at my daughter, you know, I mean, Addie's in senior kindergarten and they go for, I mean, I remember going for an actual trip to the zoo when I was in school and they go for a virtual one and the, it's just not, yeah. it's just not the same at all, at all. Yeah. 
no. Um, so I, you didn't notice any difference in maybe student performance. So you did notice a difference in like the B's and, and kind of the, the median grade and stuff. I was wondering with like parent involvement, have you noticed any difference in like how involved maybe the parents are in reaching out to you or dealing with like, mm. like issues with their children over this process? Because you got to imagine, like for me, I'd imagine that they'd be more active because more people are home and maybe they're spending more time with their kids and they're noting, noticing stuff more. Or I was wondering, if, have you seen any difference with that? Uh, it was it was tough. Like th- this year, I'd say was much better turnout than the last lockdown in March. Uh, in terms because the students kind of knew what to expect this time mm-hmm. around though I found a lot of parents were kind of like okay I gotta I gotta go to work I work an essential job so well I think I hope, that, I hope that's that's got to have something to do with timing too I mean the immediacy of it nobody was really prepared for it you're right but there's also I mean when it happened last year it just seemed to be this you know well okay let's just coast into the end of the school year but this year's been quite different this has been at the beginning of the school year and I think everybody just sort of accepted I I I don't know if you would agree, but I, I know with my and with my kid, she just accepted the fact like this is this is the way it's going to be for a while. So, yeah, might as well just hunker down and get used to it. Yeah, and and like the students knew like okay we like we use Google <clears throat> Meets, so the students were on the Google Meets. We have like online classes, like mm. our websites are up and stuff, so they knew how to navigate a lot better. So again, you teach what grades what? Uh, seven and eight. Seven and eight. So what age group is that, guys? Help me 12, out here. It's 12, a 12, 12 to 13. Yeah, I remember. I've had three kids now who have been 12 and 13, and I've hung around with large groups of their friends. You don't miss all of it, do you? No. No. <laughs> Zero hesitation. Not even a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, everybody loves it. Everybody gets into teaching. You would hope loves teaching. But I mean, I, I've thought about this often, like, holy smokes, how much do teachers not miss that one snot nosed mouthy kid who comes in and makes their life a living yeah. hell every day? Right. He just yeah. looks at the silhouette on his screen like you little fucker. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so glad you're not with me right so, now. So, you know, I always kind of I. I think about it from my perspective as a parent that's got a kid that is in virtual learning and I'm, you know, I mean, working at my desk and she's at a computer behind me. And what I don't often think about is the teachers that are doing these things are at home and they probably have kids that are doing stuff for a wife that's in, in behind them. Like, I know you've got a, like a baby at home, like a new baby at home. Like oh. What's, what's, what's it like teaching from a daycare? Yes. <laughs> well, like as I'm talking to you guys now, I got toys all over the place here. I got to pick up. Like he was, he was always on the go. Yeah. And, and even when I'm teaching class, like uh, my wife is here, she's on mat leave, but I could hear him squawking upstairs. Her hands are full. Run upstairs, bring the laptop. Hey, kids, this is my son. This is Miles. Like, oh, really? Oh, that's I, awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's so, real life. It's too bad you exactly. weren't teaching home ec. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's kind of okay. So that's kind of a cool dynamic. I mean, your students get to be introduced to you, the person, as opposed to just you, the teacher. Yeah, exactly. My dog joined me a couple times. Uh, I encourage kids to bring their dogs or whatever pet they had onto the screen. And you know what? It was it was kind of fun. A couple days, you just you know, hey, here's here's my dog Roy. Like Roy, say hi. All the kids are 
paying attention then, but for the rest of the class, they're not really listening. So it's all good until it's all good until the dog sneaks into the closet, the door props open, and you forgot to put your whips and chains away. And then, you know, it's like ah, oh, damn, Rusty, <laughs> Rusty. Is <laughs> that the name of the chains or the dog? no? The dog, the dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, uh, this is kind of, I guess, like Groundhog Day. Who the hell knows? But when in your head do you see this going back to quasi-normal? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think there will ever be, like, a sense of normal. Years down the road, I don't know. Like, the masks might be a thing that we're always doing in schools. I don't know. I can't predict that stuff. I just, I, I just know that everyone in the school, the staff, they just want things back to normal. Whether it's coaching, like for me, I love coaching. That's that's also what what drives me at school. And not having that, it's yeah, it is a pain in the ass sometimes getting up and like going back to the same old thing. The kids are just staring at me with their masks. Like, you know, at first it was nice. It quieted. The, the class clown down a bit, but then you start to miss that class clown because he makes things interesting. Yeah, fair enough. And you make and he's yeah, and he's normal. That's what's normal is having that lippy kid yeah. that you have to deal with. Now you don't even get to deal with him. You just, yeah, you just yeah. mute his mic. It's not the same. It's not the same as sending him to the office. Like how do you even send connect kids? him to you, a Zoom call yeah. with the pre- with the principal? I was gonna say how do you how do you send kids to the office now? You just send them a link. Like you click that link <laughs> right now, Mister. You get down there. Imagine if this had happened like back in the forties. Like how long the principal's strap would have to be? <laughs> See, he's he's got he's got to be six feet away to kick your ass. Uh, there's just <laughs> nun, there's just nuns driving around in fucking a bus getting ready to paddle people. <laughs> We, we, we did have uh, warnings, though, like before this all went out there, they said, like, when you're doing Google Meets or whatever, make sure it's only sent to the student's email. So I thought I had done that and I'm having a chat with my students and then I get a little notification across my screen and it says, Joe Mama 69 is trying to log into the meet. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what your classes were like. That's all. <laughs> I was trying to do a little research for the for the interview. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Uh I don't I don't what know if weird, I don't know if Chris situation though, man. For sure. I don't hey, know if ahead. Chris uh Chris was able to put put this together yet, but uh, did you have the uh the spelling bee prepared cuz I have some uh some spelling bee questions spelling bee. in light of having a teacher uh, in light of having a teacher on the show. I definitely do have a spelling bee. Oh, you do! Excellent. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Are we doing a pl- we're doing a spelling bee right now? Oh man, let's do okay. it. Okay. Well, so okay, let's go for it. Go for it. Well, anyway, hey, just b- before it. we get to the spelling bee, uh, I love you, and uh, I'm glad you came on today, and. Uh, Did you learn a lot so far about I've your brother, Mark? I've learned a lot about my brother today. It's been, it's been very enlightening. And uh, I, he, I learned more than you guys This did. wasn't about your career. He just wanted to find out what the fuck you've been doing for the last 10 years <laughs> by, by the sounds of things. And I hate, you know, I mean, I hate that you have to go to, uh, to a job that you've done for uh, your entire working life and you have to wear a fucking face shield and... A mask, and it can't just be normal. Um, so I, uh, I applaud. How do you think to- goalies and football players feel, Mark? <laughs> yeah, you're like the Jacques Plant of of, of teaching, right? Uh, but you know, I mean, I, I kudos to all teachers out there because it's uh, 
it's yeah. a shitty it's a shitty gig for everybody it's a shitty gig for every single person involved in this teachers students mm-hmm. parents uh fucking administrators uh premiers uh, ministers of education it's a shitty situation for everybody so um, it's really difficult for me to imagine what a classroom experience would would look like and feel like in this environment. And I've been so far removed from being in school that it's like hard even for me to imagine being in school, let alone how different it would be now. Like I don't I couldn't imagine, you know, I remember being terrified of my teachers and like making sure that I, I didn't act out when I was in class. And that was part of what kept me in line. Like so much of that is just taken away from being remote like i i just it's it seems like you know the the most effective and like like you were saying you know the most effective element of the teaching experience has kind of been you know taken from you guys and you're just kind of left with the fucking textbook and nobody learns anything from the textbook in grade seven or grade eight anyways you know it's really it's tough so you know kudos to you guys for sticking through it and you know figuring it out when it seemed like everyone just kind of handed handed you the ball and be like all right well do see what you can do do you know something I mean? with our kids <laughs> yeah it's crazy that's just wild okay so let's see actually we'll f- we're gonna find out right now um i mean andy if you if you want to join in on the spelling bee as well i don't want to put you on the spot because we didn't we didn't prep you <laughs> yes. on, on this one but. <laughs> you can't get it wrong your kids are going to be listening to this tomorrow during class so yeah. this isn't really i yeah. i don't i don't know it's kind of going back to the trivia question that the trivia uh, competition we had uh, last week, two weeks ago, that we did. I'm not really sure, you know, how good at spelling you guys are. So I'm not going to throw out like you know championship spelling bee caliber words. Fair. You know, cause well, I think that'd be more entertaining. Sure <laughs> it would be, but then you know some of these are hard to pronounce too. So I'm oh, kind okay. of oh, it to be fantastic. easy on myself as well. <laughs> So we're gonna go. We're gonna go with a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a little bit of a softball on this. I guess we would have to do it, you know, one by one. Sure. Right? There we go. You can't just each try to. Sp- okay. Whatever. <laughs> this wasn't very well planned out. I. I, I apologize <laughs> in advance. It's been a long week. So we're, the word number one. We'll do this one is gonna be for Mark. All right. Chaperone. Chaperone. Chaper. Country of origin. <laughs> <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Chaperone, C H A P E R O N E, chaperone. There we go. There we go. Okay, Ben, this yeah. one is going to be for you. Sapphire. Sapphire. S A P P H I R E. That's it. That's it. We're going grade school in here. You guys are impressing me. I set the wow. bar a lot. Got the double P. Lower. I'm glad I didn't that's get sapphire. A, that's, that's why. <laughs> Got the double I P. The double P was, I thought the double P was gonna was gonna trip <laughs> yeah. you up. That's why. That's I would have gotten double F. Obviously, I've never bought one for Sam. I need to up my jewelry okay. game. No, okay, just, Andy, are you ready for one? Yeah, I can spell zirconia. <laughs> okay. Eczema. Eczema. <laughs> Eczema. Go ahead. Oh. Spell it. X. You can pa- you can pass it on you can pass it on to Mark if you want to. Eczema. I I, I have no idea. Right. Mark, okay. it's up to you. All it's right. up to you, buddy. Uh, ex- eczema. We're gonna go with uh, E X Z Y M A. Eczema. 
Oh nope, nope. Do you gotta do you gotta guess there, Ben? I'll go with uh, E X Z E E X Z E M A. No, it is E C Z E M A. E C Z. Oh, that's that's that Polish eczema. Okay, let's do. We're, I, I'm, I feel like we're going to go around the horn for this one. We'll do one more. Okay, I, go I feel for like it. this is going to trip you guys up as well. Chihuahua. Who wants to take a first Who wants oh, to take I a first that. crack it's, at Chihuahua? Uh, I got oh, that. It's C-H-I-H-U-A-H-U-A. Chihuahua. That's it. My mom has two. The BSR spelling bee. Mark got the most, I think, on that one. There we go. There you go. There you go. There you go. You probably learned that about me today, Andy. I'm a tremendous speller you're a champion speller <laughs> but i don't have but i don't have excellence <laughs> whatever that is don't ask me to define it either well well thanks for having me boys for sure man thanks for everything you do that's it for this week shout out to andy for stopping by black sheep radio sends a whole lot of love out there to all the teachers making the most out of what they've been given if you haven't already don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to say hi on our facebook community just search bsr podcast to find that bye for now thanks for listening to black sheep radio with ben mcvee mark lefave and chris brown join the conversation at bsr podcast on facebook and add radio underscore sheep on instagram and Twitter.